0: clap of praise in this house come on can we add our voice to that come on can we clap our hands and lift up our voice come on we clap our hands for a president we clap our hands for a celebrity but when we're in the room with Jesus we lift up our voice because he's not just anybody but he is the somebody that has saved us and delivered us Come on, I think we can do just a little better than that. Can we lift up our voice and clap our hands? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. What a joy it is to be back in the house of the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, God, for what we feel in this house tonight. Thankful for his spirit that moves so strongly this morning. Thankful for his spirit that is moving here tonight and I echo the words of Brother Channel. I am uh, missing the tallies. And of course, we are praying for their safety and their blessed uh, travels as they return. And uh, we're going to be ready for them to get back this next week. And uh, I just want to take a moment in honoring them to honor you. I cannot tell you how special it is to return behind this pulpit time and time again and to preach to this congregation And, uh, oh, this is just a special church. And so I honor each and every one of you, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And in pastor's absence, I appreciate the kindness of Brother Channel. Always got a warm smile and a manly handshake and just a kind Christian spirit. And I appreciate him along with all of the great men of this church. You know, I travel to a lot of churches, and, uh, there's a big difference when men worship said so there's a big difference when men manly men masculine men strong men come into the house of God and they uh, can I just be real when men step in and say I'm not going to let the man lead me I'm not going to let my wife lead me I'm going to lift up my hands I'm going to be a father who worships I'm going to be a husband who worships and my worship isn't for anybody else but if somebody else happens to be watching I want them to know that it's still manly to worship my Creator.
1: And so as a young
0: man man, to all of the men in this house, I thank God for manly worship. I I thank God for the men of this assembly who worship. And I can equally say when I travel and I go across the country and go from church to church, there's something about women who worship. So what are you trying to say? What I'm really trying to say is we could either be a church where ladies worship or we could be a church where men worship or we could just be a church where men and and women worship. I'm glad to be a part of a church where men worship, women worship, children worship. So it doesn't matter who you are or where you are or where you're from, what your gender is, what your age is. This is a house of worshipers. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22. How many of you believe the Lord wants to speak to us tonight? I believe the Lord wants to speak to us. Genesis chapter 22, starting at verse 1. Genesis 22 and verse 1. It came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham. And he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer there a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell of thee. And Abraham rose early in the morning, and he saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up and went into the place which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And when Abraham said unto the young men, Abide ye here with the donkeys, I and the lad will go yonder and worship, and we will come again to you it's not going to make sense right now but it will in just a moment by the help of God but I want to preach to you on this Sunday night when God goes behind your back when God goes behind your back one more time would you lay your Bible down lay your phone down and would you lift up your hand And more than anything we, we, know, we know God's word is already anointed but would we ask God to anoint our hearing would you ask God to anoint me God, I ask you tonight, Lord, not to anoint your word. Your word has all power. Your word has all authority. But God, I ask you to anoint my lips as I preach to this wonderful group of people tonight. I ask you to anoint our ears. God, anoint our heart. God, let our heart be fertile, God, for the seed of your word, God, to come in and germinate and to grow. God, don't let us just be another hearer on a Sunday night but God let us be a doer of your word so that when we walk out of here tonight and when Monday comes we would leave challenged we would leave convicted and we would leave changed in the name of Jesus Christ would you say it with me in the name of Jesus oh I want everybody to say it in the name of Jesus would you shout it with me in the name of Jesus now would you clap your hands one more time unto the Lord God bless you and you may be seated. The Bible would tell us in chapter 24 that the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. The Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And yet we see that God is now coming to Abraham and God is tempting Abraham and God is requiring of Abraham. He comes to him and he just simply speaks his name, Abraham. And the Bible says that Abraham speaks back. Because just as important as it is to hear God's voice, it is just as important to respond to God's voice. God begins to have a conversation with Abraham. He said, I want you to take your son, your only son, the one, the one that you love. And I want you to get into the land of Moriah. And I want you to burn a sacrifice for me. And I want you to go to a place where I will tell you. God is speaking to Abraham, but he's not giving all of the details. He's he's not sharing all of the fine print. He's simply just giving him enough that he needs to know for the right here and the right now. And all of a sudden I, 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 I notice the peculiarity of Scripture when it says that Abraham rises early in the morning. He's not hesitating and he's not delaying. He knows what God is speaking to him and and, and he could wait. He, he could procrastinate. He could make excuses. But no, the Bible says that he wakes up early in the morning and I can only imagine the conversation with his wife as they're having cereal in the wee hours of the morning. Maybe they're sipping on Starbucks and he's wondering how in the world is he going to convey to her that he's taking her only son Notice when God speaks to him, he said, I want you to take your son. But he also belongs to mama. And mama loves him just as much as daddy does. And, and yet, Abraham doesn't understand it all. But he's, he's been told that he's, he's got to sacrifice. He's got to give something up. And, and, and so I just imagine him telling her, baby, don't worry about anything. I, I'm just going to take our boy. We're just going on a guy's trip. And we'll be back. Abraham doesn't know all that's going to happen but there's something about abraham he 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 he, he is determined to hear the voice of god and I, I I've realized in 2020 and I've realized in the 21st century there there's a lot of people that really don't have a problem hearing god's voice because god's voice is 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 not so far away that you cannot hear it it's so close that you miss it and what I've realized is, a lot of times God is speaking, and and but when we finally hear Him, we don't always want to respond to what God is saying, and we don't always want to do what God is asking us to do. Am I preaching to anybody tonight? But God speaks to Abraham, and Abraham wakes up in the morning, and and he's getting Isaac up, and it's it's it's. it's Dark time, it's inconvenient. And Dad, why are we getting up? And where are we going? And he just says, "Boy, we gotta, we gotta listen to God's voice, and we gotta obey God's voice." And so they begin to get the things together, and they they begin to make them the, their, their way. Where, where, where are we going, Dad? I don't know. God's gonna speak to me, and God's gonna tell me. But he 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 he's just spoken to me enough for me to take some steps. But I I just know that if if I will start walking, God will keep talking. I just know that if I obey this command, God will give me another command. I, I, I don't have it all spelled out. I, I don't have it all figured out. I can't tell you ABC, one, two, three. I've just got to do what God's telling me to do. See, I believe God is willing to speak to us. Bible tells us in Revelation seven times he that hath an ear let him hear what the spirit is saying to the church I believe God doesn't just want to speak to the preachers I I don't believe God just wants to speak to the pastor I, I believe God wants to speak to every husband and every wife I believe God wants to speak to every father and mother. I, I believe God wants to speak to the teenagers and the children. I believe God wants to speak to everybody. The Bible says you're going to have to make an intentional choice. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Let him hear. God's talking. God's speaking. God's giving assignments. God's giving commands. Somebody has to make up in their mind, I, I'm going to hear and I'm going to do. He makes the journey closer and closer with the servants and, and he makes the journey with the donkeys and he makes the journey with the wood and all of a sudden the, the Bible the Bible lets us know that so, something happens. All of a sudden Abraham turns to the servants and, and he, 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 he says, you know what? You, you've got to stay here and I'm about to go there. You see, there's a, there's a place of division. There's a place of divide. There's a place of separation. There's only so far that you can go with us. Because somewhere, somehow, God always asks you to go further th- than others go. And somewhere, somehow, there's there's, o- there, there's only so far that others can go with you. Because you, you're, 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 you're on a road to sacrifice. And you're on a road of commitment. And you're on a road to hear God's voice. And you're on a road to obey God. And, and there's something about coming to church and assembling together. But at some point on Monday, God's going to require you to do something by yourself. And at some point on Tuesday, you're going to have to pray by yourself. And at some point on Thursday or Friday, you're going to have to make a consecration by yourself. And Not everybody's going to always be around you to pat you on the back. Not everyone's going to always be around you to shout with you and to dance with you and to pray with you. At some point, God, God's going to ask you to make some decisions by yourself. And God's going to ma- ask you to make some decisions by yourself. All alone. Abraham says, I'm sorry, but you got to stay here. Me me, me, and the, the lad are, are going yonder and we're, we're going to worship. There's that word again. I'm going to worship. You see, it's, it's really sacrifice, but Abraham is calling it worship. Yeah. So is sacrifice worship or is worship sacrifice? All of a sudden, they're on the way to the mountain. Isaac begins to look at that and says, hey, um we got the fire and we got the wood and we got the knife where's the sacrifice uh oh he starts looking around he starts connecting the dots he says dad where's where's the sacrifice That tells me that wasn't the first time Abraham had sacrificed Abraham had sacrificed before and Isaac has seen daddy's sacrifice Oh, if there was ever a time for our children to see an older generation teach them sacrifice. If there was ever a time for this younger generation to see an older generation teach them how to worship, it is now. Because all of a sudden, he asked the question, you, you said we're going to worship, but I don't see sacrifice. I would to God that our babies would understand If there's no sacrifice It's not worship It's entertainment It's fluff It's volume I want the younger generation to know If it's not worship I want the babies to know When it's not worship And how do you know when it's not worship When there's no sacrifice Somebody had to pray, somebody had to fast, somebody had to sacrifice for us to come in on a Sunday night and feel the liberty that we feel, and feel the joy that we feel, and feel the glory that we feel. If we ever stop, start worshiping and there's no sacrifice, God forbid oh but God forbid even more so if we ever worship and don't sacrifice and nobody asks the question where is the sacrifice because there has to be somebody that wakes up in your home and says you know what am I really worshiping this week if I haven't sacrificed anything am I really creating a home of worship if we haven't sacrificed anything am I really a man of worship if I haven't sacrificed anything am I really a woman of Come on, I want to be a worshiper. but when you stand and declare that you want to be a worshiper, you're saying, I want to be a sacrificer." All of a sudden, God, God's been dealing with Abraham and, and they're, they're making their way. And I ask, where's, where's the sacrifice? And Abraham in faith speaks to him and says, "You know what God? God, God is going to provide himself a sacrifice. You see, I, I told mama we would come back. And I told the servants we would come back. And I, I don't have all the details. But I just know what God has spoken to me. And I, I, I know what God has said. So all of a sudden he begins to lay out the wood. And all of a sudden he begins to bring out the fire and all of a sudden, he, he begins to tie Isaac and he's, he's, he's not understanding what's happening. He doesn't know what's going to take place. But, but the Bible tells us he has so much faith in God. He believes that even if his son dies, he can be resurrected. All of a sudden, just going by what God has spoken to him, just going by what God has said, he, 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 he ties Isaac. And Isaac is a type of our flesh. You see, you see, we read the story and we think, we think Isaac is just a young, innocent boy that, that Abraham is manhandling and placing on the altar, but that's not correct. Abraham's a young man. He's a strong young man. He's a strapping young man. He has the ability to punch his father in the face and knock him out. But he gives his hands to dad and he lets dad tie him up. You see I don't put my flesh on the altar because it's weak. I put my flesh on the altar because it's strong. I don't put my flesh on the altar because it won't get off. I put I put my flesh on the altar because it can. Come on you got to submit yourself. You got to submit your will. You got to submit your flesh. I don't pray because I'm spiritual. I pray because I'm carnal. I don't come to church because I'm spiritual. I come to church because I'm carnal. I don't worship because I'm spiritual. I worship because I'm carnal. I've got a strong will. And a strong flesh. But every Sunday morning and every Sunday night and every Tuesday night and hopefully every morning somebody comes to the altar and says I'm going to submit my flesh. I'm going to submit my mindset. I'm going to submit my will. Stay with me for just a moment. I'm almost done. The night goes into the air. Isaac is on the altar. The fire is ready. Abraham was gritting his teeth, but he's, he's, he's invited that he's going to obey God. And the knife goes in the air and it's about to make a downward plunge into the heart of his only son, the son that he loves and adores. And all of a sudden, God steps out of heaven. And he visits Abraham and he says, Stop! No! Don't do it! Don't kill him. I just need to know how much you love me. I just need to know how much you would sacrifice for me. I just need to know that you would do. Hear me in the Holy Ghost. It's not just enough to hear God once. You've got to hear Him again. Because had Abraham only heard God tell him to take Isaac and offer him. A knife would have went through the heart of Isaac because God spoke to him again and Abraham had to hear again and Abraham had to respond again. I gotta remind you on this Sunday night. God doesn't want you just to go through a spiritual phase. God doesn't want you just to hear his voice once or twice. God wants to speak to you again and again and again. Abraham, you think I want your son, but I really want your ear. I wanna know that I can speak to you again. You see, sometimes God don't give all the details because if God spoke to you everything in one moment, you wouldn't listen to him again. You wouldn't want to hear him again. What if God blesses you so much that you don't need to hear his voice again? What if God answers your prayers so you don't need to hear his voice again? Oh, but Abraham, he's asking for your son, but he wants to know if he can have your ear. He wants you to incline your ear to him because God wants to be able to speak to you again and again and again and again. And if Abraham only hears God once but does not hear him again, the future. The future doesn't live. The future dies. Can I tell us tonight? Can I remind us tonight? I don't want to be sad and somber, but there's a future that's depending upon us to hear the voice of God. Not just in revival. Not just when we feel like it. Not when we're just spiritual. There is a future generation uh, depending on mommies and daddies uh, and husbands and wives and Sunday school teachers and leaders and ministers uh, and men and women of this congregation uh, to have their ear uh, inclined to uh, To what God wants to say. Abraham, you can't just hear God once you can't just hear Him when He tells you you're going to get a new job you can't just hear Him when He says He's going to set your family free you got to hear Him again and 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 Abraham, if you don't mind God wants to speak to you again and again and God wants to give you another word again and again and God wants to impress something into your spirit Again and again, all of a sudden, I want you to notice what the Bible says. You see, there's there's great sacrifice in listening to God. There's great sacrifice in, in, in doing what He asks you to do. But there will never be something in front of you that is not surpassed by what is behind you. Bible tells us in Genesis 22 and 13. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and he looked and behold behind him. And behold behind him a ram was caught in a thicket by his horns. You see, before Isaac had been born that thicket was growing. And before Isaac had been born, that ram was going. What are you trying to say? There was an answer before you ever had a question. There was a healing before you ever had a sickness. There was a deliverance before you were ever even bound. Because while all you can see is what God is asking you to sacrifice in front of you. God says, I'm already behind you. I'm working on your behalf. And I'm working in your favor. I just just imagine in my mind's eye that perhaps there's a boat that's going through the waters and Somehow there's a storm that arises and all of a sudden that that boat sinks to the bottom and and the sailors make it to the shore but they, they lose everything. They lose the money and they lose the treasure and all of a sudden Jesus speaks to some disciples and says I want you to go fish and you're going to get the money that you need to get, well I don't understand, no 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 no, you don't understand, I just need you to obey my command and I just need you to do what I've told you to do and so the disciples that go fishing and they open up that fish's mouth and there's a coin, how did the coin get there the coin came from some treasure and the treasure came from a ship because God has been working in your favor long before you got here, God has been going behind your back long before you got here God has strategically been putting in place long before you got here. I, I just imagine there's a caravan that's that's heading to the city and and, and they're carrying great possession and no doubt maybe carrying great people and all of a sudden there's there's an issue with one of the donkeys and 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 it and it, it dies and they have to bury him on the bury him on the side of the road and all of a sudden we fast forward and now Samson is in one of the greatest fights of his life but he looks down and there there there's the jawbone of a donkey and so he picks it up and he begins to slay the adversary and he begins to walk in victory how did that happen Uh, not days before uh, not weeks before uh, not months before uh, years before uh, a donkey uh, happened to die uh, right there uh, God uh, was moving uh, behind his back God uh, was orchestrating uh, God was strategically placing so I came to remind you on a Sunday night oh you think God went behind your back think God's done you wrong think God had not been fair with you think God's you think God's forgotten about you no oh God will go behind your back but when he goes behind your back he'll bless you and when he goes behind your back he'll heal you and when he goes behind when he goes behind your back he'll take care of things for you he'll set things in order and he'll do what nobody else can do I want you to stand to your feet. It doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter where you are. Every single person, no matter what is in front of them and no matter what they're facing, every single one of us has the ability to look back. And when you look back, there's not a realm caught in a thicket, but there is a Savior. That has had thorns go through his brow. And nails go through his hands. And a nail go through his feet. And a spear pierce his side. When you look in front of you. And you are overwhelmed by the sacrifice. You are overwhelmed by the valley. You are overwhelmed by what God is asking you to do. All you have to do is take a glance backward. And there is no sacrifice in front of you. That is greater than the sacrifice. That is behind you and that sacrifice paid the price for a solution to your problem a healing for your sickness a deliverance for your bondage there is nothing in front of you hear me tonight there is nothing in front of you that God has not already went behind you and strategically worked out for your favor I want us to step out from where we are and I want us to fill the altar for just a moment I want you to bring your wife, bring your, bring your husband, bring your children, bring, bring yourself, bring the person that's beside you. I want you to come. I want you to come for just a moment. We're getting ready to pray in just a moment. And I believe the Lord's getting ready to speak to us. There's people in this room facing junk. There's people in this room facing opposition. There's people in this room facing overwhelming odds. There's people in this room that are facing sacrifice. There's people in this room that God has been speaking to. And He just sent me on a Sunday night to remind you. He's already went behind you and He's already worked in your favor. But there's a man, there's a woman that on a Sunday night is committed to God speaking to them. But you're not committed to just God speaking to you. God, I know it may be a little hard, I know it may be overwhelming, but I want to respond to you, and I want to obey you, because even though I may not understand in the moment, even though I may not understand right now, there's already been a ram, there's already been a thicket, and it's been there all along. You see, God doesn't do anything haphazard. God doesn't do anything last minute. God never does anything rushed. So now Abraham makes the journey back home. and He's bringing Isaac with him. He told the servants, we'd be back. He he told mama, we'll we'll be back. The Bible says that he, he names that mountain Place of that mountain, he called Jehovah Jireh, because in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. See, I didn't have all the details. I didn't have it all worked out. I just know God spoke to me, and when I turned around, I saw it. You might not see it right now, but you're going to have a moment where you turn around and it's there not just placed there That, that think you've been there a long time that realm have been there a long time you're going to have a moment you've been praying you've been fasting you've been just taking God and His word going the next step you just you, it feels like sacrifice and it looks like sacrifice but I'm going to worship Him anyway because that's what it is it's worship all of a sudden in just a moment in just a second you're going to look around and God has already given the answer God has already given the deliverance God has already given the healing God has already given what you have been fasting for. So when the adversary on a Monday creeps into your world and Satan says, what what if God's going behind your back? You can look back at the devil and say, oh, he probably is. But you see, I, I had an uncle that went behind my back and it wasn't so good. I remember when a CEO went behind my back and it wasn't the greatest and I remember. I remember when a friend went behind my back, and it didn't turn out well. But every time God's went behind my back, I've turned around to a blessing. And every time I, I, I was, hey, God, are you are you going behind my back? I turned around. And presence of the Holy Ghost tonight. I know tonight's a little different. It's not so, it's not like how this morning went. That's the way church is, you never know what God's gonna do. You never know how it's gonna go. It's, it's not cookie cutters. The only predictable thing about church is it's unpredictable. Right. I just feel the sweet presence of the Holy Ghost settling in this house. And I believe that He wants to remind even maybe it's just one person that I Maybe God, just send me to preach the one. That's so, that's all right. But it's time for us to get a mindset change. Yes, yes. It's time for us to get a perspective alignment. You have no idea. You have no idea what God is working behind your back. Would you feel the Holy Ghost right now? Would you just lift your hands for just a moment right now? Right where you are, hand in hand with your friend, your spouse, your family, even by yourself. You're with the family of God. Would you just lift up your hands for just a moment? I, I didn't want to preach too long tonight because I wanted us to hear and I wanted us to be able to respond. Without a song, just raising playing for just a moment. I just I just want to beg you to lift your hands and lift your head to heaven right now. I want you just to talk to him for just a moment. This message isn't just about tonight. I believe God wants to speak to people this week. I I believe God wants to speak to people these next few days. I I believe God wants to speak to people from this service onward.
1: I just got to climb their ear. And you can't just give it
0: to him once. You just can't give it to them twice. God wants to have a relationship. And God wants to speak again and again. Don't understand, even when you don't have it all figured out, he's going to go behind your back. Hands lifted all across this room right now. I want to say that the Spirit of the Lord sink into our human spirit right now. Would you do that? We're not trying to make anything happen. I just want to respond to what we feel right now. Of angels in this room right now. Come on in your own way. Would you just lift up your voice softly to him right now? Would you just lift up your voice softly to him right now? Come on, on, on your heart. Let it get into your spirit.
1: Ascend on your Your promise My soul says My soul says yes, sure? yes. I'll stand your i stand on your promise i stand on your Yeah!
0: that. sometimes we miss out on the application. Because it doesn't matter what is spoken across this whole if nothing is done. My service ends. I I don't want you to go through the motion. I don't want to just give a a cliche speech to God. But I want us to make a commitment tonight. A realistic commitment. A practical commitment. Tell God, if you speak to me this next week, I'm going to obey. It's a simple prayer. I'm praying if you don't mean it. Because if you ask God to speak to you, in reality, He's probably already been. You may be walking down the hallway of Walmart and all God says, Talk to Him, talk to her. Getting ready to write the check for your tithes, and God says, "I need you to give that, but I also need you to give this." So, oh. maybe, maybe, maybe you've been, maybe you've been. Don't 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 pray it if you don't mean it. Maybe you've been praying for your family. Maybe you've been praying for an issue on your job, and all of a sudden God gives you that simple, soft answer. Can't yes. hesitate. Yes. Can't delay. How to do it. Growing up, we, we sang a song called Lord, if you can use anything, I want you to use me. If you can use my hands, use my hands. If you can use my feet, use my feet. I want us to play that prayer, and you're
1: going to sing the throne of that song. I sing that song. Your wife, your
0: spouse, I want you He'll give you word by word, step by step, and he'll get you to the mountain, and he'll get you back from the mountain, and he'll give you and give you everything that you need. Can we lift up our hands right now? You can use anything, Lord, you can use me.
1: Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, take my feet. I'll touch my heart. Lord, speak to me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hand, swing my feet, touch my heart, speak to me. If you can.
0: Blessed in all things. I, I don't have understanding in all things. I don't always have good in all things. I don't always know how it's going to work out. I don't always know how it's going to fall into place. But I'm blessed in all things. And if there's anything outside of all, it's not all. So I wonder if there'd be anybody that would just raise their hand and you just give that declaration. God, I'm blessed. I speak that blessing over my mind. I speak that blessing over my body. I speak that blessing, God, over my home. I speak that blessing over my church. I speak that blessing over my brother and my sister. In all things, I speak that blessing. In all things, I receive that blessing. In all things, I walk in that blessing. In the name of Jesus more time, would you just thank the Lord for what you feel right now? I don't want to drag things out, but I don't want to rush either. One more time, would you just lift up your hand all across this house? Come on, would you just soak in just a few more moments? Just soak in what you feel right now. Come on, that's it. Just thank Him right now. Just thank Him one more time. Just thank Him one more time. It, wasn't even our life. it just didn't seem like that there's been a place I could go back to in my life. There was a God that said, I'm going to do this. It may not look like it right now, but you just trust me. Because I'm still going to do this. I'm still going to do this. Thank yeah. you. Yeah.